Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Peds' Game Shack podcast. Today we have a, another special guest going by the name of Jeff Yard. Why not say hello dude? Hello dude. How are you doing man? I'm good thank you. How, how are you? Yeah. On this I, fine I'm evening. Well. A fine uh, day. I'm, I'm actually fine. rather hot. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, not, uh, not that kind of hot, just sweaty. <laughs> oh. I mean, some people do like that, right? Probably. Uh, Probably. Probably. So, uh, we're going to start with uh, a bit of currently playing, stuff we've been playing. And as you're the guest, I'm going to ask you, what have you been playing? Well. I'm glad you've asked me this. I've, I've just recently beaten uh, Mega Man X8. It's uh, a, a game that I, I think only... Uh, I, I think if you've beaten it prior to Sunday, the uh, 31st of July 2022, <laughs> I think that puts you into a separate category of, of, of persons, of gamers. Uh, I'm sure you'd agree as well. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, moving swiftly on. I, I would, ag I would anything. agree that beating it prior to the to Sunday would um... uh, beating it on. No, 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 no. You said prior to it. You said prior to it. So basically, you are not part of that elite group. I beat it off Steam beforehand as a test run, and I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, did. No, you didn't. <laughs> show, show me the evidence. Well, um, sh you show anyway, me the evidence. <laughs> oh, I'm the guest. Um, right. <laughs> you show me the evidence, and I'll, I'll show you my evidence after. Um, <laughs> but aside from Mega Man XA, uh, in doing some Yakuza Zero, finding some Dream Daddies in Dream Daddy Simulator, as uh, one that looks like you. Which, uh, cool. Yeah, um, I've not not added him yet, but who knows? Axiom Verge <laughs> and Rocket League, lots of Rocket League. Ah, you've been back on the Rocket League, though. I have. Um, How many goals have we stolen? Zero. Yeah, I don't How believe many? that. Why? Because you're stealing goals. Name one example. When you stole mine, I went, my goal, bitch. But you passed it to me. And I put it in the net. <laughs> this is not true. I, I actually said, "My goal now, let me enjoy a rich tea biscuit." You misheard it. Ah, uh, right. I, I don't think I did. I don't I think, think I did. did. I think you did. In fact, I don't think I know you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been diving back into Rocket League. Um, How come? Um. I, I think it's just because I guess it's sort of like my chill out game because I don't tend to, to game when I'm not streaming nowadays. I, mm. I don't know whether you're the same. Mostly. Like, uh, yeah, Rocket League is one of those games where I can just sort of go on, uh, pop some music on or, or something else on in the background, podcast, whatever, and just chill out, if that makes sense. A any podcasts in particular? Yeah, there's this uh, really cool streamer who's been interviewing lots of people. 
Uh, it, it's really cool. It's like talks about streams, talks about games, talks about news. It's a Zozo's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, uh, Jeff. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, no, I've I, I've mainly been listening to uh, it's Infinite Monkey Cage, which is like a science one with Oh, uh, with uh, Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I haven't listened to that for a while, actually. Same with no such thing as a fish, which is really interesting to listen to as well. You know um, what? I, you, you recommended that to me, and I've listened to like the first episode like so many times because I'm thinking, you know, I'll just <laughs> listen to it, and I end up falling asleep because uh, it's sort of late at night, and I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'll listen to it again so I can actually watch the full episode. One day I'll... I'll won't fall asleep. <laughs> it. It's only on for a half hour. Yeah, no, but I, I tend to just put it on just before I go to bed. Yeah, I do that a lot myself. Just chuck on a podcast, go up to bed, listen to in bed, fall asleep, wake up with my earphones really dug into my ears when I'm lying on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with like, because uh, Infinite Monkey Cage is on iPlayer. At least in the UK. I think it's on oh, other right. services as well. So it sort of auto-plays the next episode. So sometimes I, I fall asleep, I wake up at like four in the morning and be like listening to, I, I don't know, about how, how humans might be part of a simulation or something like that. I, I don't need this in my sleep. <laughs> uh, moving on from podcasts, because we meant to be talking about video games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you've been uh, playing several games, uh, Mega Man X8, which you briefly mentioned and then tried to move swiftly on. But um, you started playing Mega Man uh, when streaming. I don't. Did you have much experience with it beforehand? Because I know you play through all of Mega Man and Mega Man X series now. Um, to be honest, not a lot. I played uh, a bit of. Mega Man, the Wily Wars, which was one, two, and three on the Sega Mega Drive, yeah, or, or Sega Genesis, um, but uh, and mo mainly that was through emulator as well. Uh, so I, I don't think I, I got very far in them, uh, but me Mega Man's always sort of been because I've always liked platformers like Sonic, Crash, Spyro, uh, and, and Mega Man has always been one that I've known about but never really experienced uh so i thought that'd be a a fun one to sort of go through if, if that makes sense uh and, and i think you're you're pretty much the same right um, yeah yeah i've had a little bit of experience with i i think it was either the first or the second Mega Man game when i was younger but um i basically came to the series more or less fresh because it was such a long time ago so i'm really old man <laughs> if in my thirties, uh, but Ouch. you know, <laughs> guys, thirties is not old. You've still got life in you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I basically the first time I finished Mega Man was like six years ago, and I've slowly played through them. Like played through one and two quite quickly, then three to six quite quickly, then seven to nine to ten quickly, then eleven. You know, I I played them in batches. Uh, I've recently started Mega Man Zero, and it's friggin' hard. But what do you expect from a Mega Man game? 
<laughs> Especially after bloody the final boss in X8. That was ridiculous, man. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that is... I'd say that, that might be one of the hardest set of bosses in, in, in the series so mm. far. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so, so which have been your favourite Mega Man games to experience so far? Uh, Mega Man 8, Mega Man X3, and Mega Man X6. Oh, wait, you said my favourite, not worst. <laughs> I actually didn't mind Mega Man X8. I'll be honest, I preferred it to X. Uh, Mega Man 8, I preferred it to 7. Except for the um, jump, 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 slide, jump slide, slide stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I thought the game was fine. I didn't really like 7 very much. Uh, don't know why, I just didn't feel right. Uh, two and three of original Mega Man, uh, as well as nine and eleven, <laughs> yeah. and then probably X two, X four, one of those two, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, X four was really fun. Uh, actually, I know you tend to put little clips of the various games as as your editor miss, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I was actually in, in my notes, I was going to list a load of obscure games to say that I played, so that you'd have to dig through loads of uh, footage to try and find some, but I thought it wouldn't be tight uh, and uh, actually the list of the most obscure games weren't even that obscure, so <laughs> it wouldn't be that much of an inconvenience uh... I guess we can get Jump Jump Slide Slide in, right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I, I heard you really enjoyed Mega Man X6. Uh, so, so what made that the best experience of, of, of your Mega Man career? Basically, the reason why I loved X6 so much is because the level design was perfect, enemy placement was spot on, and uh, the difficulty, it was like a nice even curve. There wasn't spikes all over the place. Uh, no, it was it was amazing. And I think I'd agree. Um, mm. If if I was held hostage and uh, had my coffee taken away, deprived of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an awful game. Everything I just said, think the complete opposite <laughs> and spot on. It's, it's, it's literally the, it is literally the worst of the entire Mega Man series that I've played so far. Personally. I think a lot of people would would sort of agree with that because uh, it, it did seem to be very rushed. I actually preferred it over Mega Man X3. But, well, uh... you, you could be wrong sometimes, you're allowed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what else did I say you've been playing, actually? You said oh, Mega Man uh... X8, Rocket League, yeah. Daddy uh, Simulator, yeah. no, yeah. Da da uh, Dream Daddy. Daddy, yeah. Now, uh, what's what's that about? It's like a, a, a visual novel type game, a dating simulator. So think, I guess, Boyfriend Dungeon or Hatful Boyfriend. Uh... I've heard of Hatful Boyfriend and I've seen a trailer for Boyfriend Dungeon, but I thought that was more action-y. Well, yeah, I guess Boyfriend Dungeon does have the sort of dungeon element to it as well as a dating sim. Uh, but yeah, this one's just sort of, I guess, a bit tongue-in-cheek. Uh, they're just trying to date a dream daddy. Um, so so it's quite quite humorous in, in tone. 
does tackle a few serious topics, I guess, like because um, uh, you've got a daughter who's gone through uh, middle school, so is dealing with her issues, trying to get into uh, college or university, and dealing with uh, falling out with friends and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just a, a sort sort of a blast to play, just because of um, how. Uh, it doesn't take itself seriously, so yeah. It, I mean, I think it's quite a quite big in the indie games to to start thinking out like dating sims because we've got the KFC one. Uh, I, I know there'll be several others that that have sort of escaped my mind, but mm. um, yeah, this one's uh, the first one that I've sort of experienced. Um, so. It's uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool uh, to, to see. But uh, I mean, if you're not into it, you'll probably be like, oh, "When will it end?" I've never yeah. played a dating sim because I've just never had the interest. But you know, if it's a bit tongue in cheek and stuff like that, I might be a bit more uh, interested to play. Like, especially if it's got the sense of humor is actually really good. You know, it's worth checking out. Then I would say, it, you know, always worth giving yeah. things a bash. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I think uh, that that's one thing that 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 sort of bringing it to Twitch uh, streaming has sort of helped. I guess expand my my uh, the, the genre of games that I play rather than sticking to purely platformers or RPGs and going into you know, like Metroidvanias as, as you you recommended. Iconoclasts. Good game. Um, Axiom Verge. Uh, and stuff like with Dream Daddy, even Rocket League. Uh, yeah. yeah, you should try Indivisible if you like uh, a couple of Metroidvanias. Uh, Indivisible is very good. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Metroidvanias is another sort of, uh, I guess, genre or subgenre of, of games that I never uh, really bothered with uh, growing up. Like, I never had Metroid or, or anything like that, so. I've been a bit out of the loop in terms of that. All right, I didn't know that. Um, no, so, you, what about Castlevania? And, and I've not played Castlevania, but I've been. Uh, I've been. <sighs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think um, that, that's what everybody's like when I'm like, oh, I've not played it, but one day. But uh, there's some keep... really good Castlevania games. You've got. Symphony of the Night, uh, Aria of Sorrow, Dawn of Sorrow, Portrait of Ruin, Order of Ecclesia, Ecclesia? something like that. I can't remember exactly. But, you know, I've got awful uh, memory. That's all. Castlevania, I've got an awful memory. Yeah, that's a good game, Castlevania. I've got an awful memory. It it was released for the Nintendo Famicom. Yes, it was only in Japan, and you can. And there was only one copy made. It was like Simon Bell. Like, oh, I forgot where I've left my bloody keys. I can't lock the door now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, I've been. Uh, a lot of people have said that I probably dig Castlevania, and I think I would. Um, it's just finding times to too many games. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? And you did say another game you've been playing. Yeah. Uh, so 
There's Yakuza Zero. Ah, uh, uh, are you finding that? Um, yeah, it's pretty cool so far. Again, uh, first time playing a Yakuza game. Um, I, I, <laughs> well, I, I mean, quote unquote Yakuza game because I found the arcade, so it's like I might as well <laughs> just be playing Hang On or, or Space Alien or, or Fantasy Zone, which is uh, really exciting to unlock. <laughs> so yeah it, hey really i'm uh gonna go around and do stuff uh let's just go to the arcade and play some retro titles yeah pretty much uh, okay every time we go on i think yeah it's got such a deep story and stuff and then you end up like the last time i was playing i had to pretend to be somebody's boyfriend for the dad who cottoned on to me and then he ended up asking me to be an actual boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just want to go to play Fantasy Zone. Outrun, man. Get, get out of my way. <laughs> I just wouldn't show up. It's like, right, right outside the arcade. Uh, like, please. <laughs> See, I've played some of Zero. Um, I didn't finish the game because I was playing that and a couple of other long, big games at the time. So it kind of like, I just got uh, kind of overwhelmed with, with all the stuff I was playing. But what I played of it, what I, lo- what I loved about Yakuza, or Yakuza, or however you pronounce it, was the simple fact that the story was this really serious thing, and then all the side stuff was completely bonkers. Yeah, just the, the, the juxtaposition of the, the main story to the silliness of the game. Just amazing like no it's it's a nice contrast as well because uh i mean it does get quite uh, i mean i've only played up to chapter three out of 15 or 16 so far yeah but it is the, the main story is pretty serious and then you just get all this side content which uh adds a bit of levity to it yeah so it's not just overwhelming you with like you know <laughs> All this deep uh, content where you've got to focus on it and be like, I guess it may be not quite as fun as you'd imagined until uh, you get to a gameplay, but then in between it, you can sort of do all these little fun side quests and, as I say, it adds a bit of uh, levity to it. So you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not having to be overwhelmed with uh, all this mob boss drama. Yeah. No, uh, that's that's the one. That's not the one thing, but that's one thing that was really good was how, uh, as you said, the contrast of silly and serious, like combined in one game. It was just fun. Um, I'm not yeah. sure how far I got into though. I think I might have got into like second or third chapter. I'm not sure. Second, maybe third. I don't know. But I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Should. Uh... Yeah, maybe if you ever get the opportunity, you should get back to it. Did did you stream it at all? Or... Yeah, I did. I did stream it. It's where I got my uh, clip from with of a guy in his pants dancing, and I put Grum's Grum's the best dance. <laughs> <It> pops <laughs> up on my stream. It's of funny. Course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm uh, I'm nice like that. <sighs> but uh, I'll quickly tell you what I've played recently. Uh, I'll be quick because then we can move on to the news. But I've been playing a game called Stray. I won't go in, in depth on, on my thoughts and that. I'll just give a brief thing because I've done a review for it. 
which to be fair is quite brief in itself. But um, it's a really, really good game. Exactly. Yeah, that, I, I actually liked walking around just pressing circle to meow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I played that. So, I, I mean, m- most of the uh, feedback that I've heard of Stray is that it's um, a really good game, but maybe a bit short. Uh, I think I played it for around four or so hours. It is a qu- it's quite a short game, but I think the price of the game kind of reflects that by it being about I don't know, 20, 30 quid or something in comparison to other PlayStation games, which are like 70. Mm. So, like, yeah, it's short, but it's well worth playing. And if you've got oh, PlayStation but... Plus, 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 you can play it any um, part of that. Yeah, but I, I don't really understand all these new PS Plus things. Now. It's like Plus, Plus, Plus. Well, there's PlayStation Plus, which is the normal, essential, which is the normal one. Then there's PlayStation Plus Extra, which gives you classic, uh, not classic, it gives you new games that are released on a monthly basis. Not new, new, but like they add new games every month. And then there's Premium, which adds classic games as well. So PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PSP, uh, PlayStation 3, so stuff like that. Okay. So it's, it's worth looking at, but you should give Stray a try, man. If if you get a chance to play it, definitely do. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I loved the like city and uh, all the robots and stuff like that. It was just really intriguing story as well. So, you know. Yeah, I, I guess out. I'd be interested in, in what the story is about. I mean, I guess it's a short uh, game, so I wouldn't expect you to spiral it for anybody who's not played it or exactly it's, it's a very it, but... recent game that's come out so i don't want to say anything much just but uh good game play very good game <laughs> all right guys play straight now stop watching the podcast or finish the podcast and then play straight straight after exactly do that oh. <laughs> all right. uh, also subscribe and like right yeah, on YouTube, on the on on on, 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 on uh, the other stuff uh, that the podcast goes on. Just just subscribe and listen every two weeks because that's when it comes out. And uh, also uh, subscribe to OnlyPeds.com. <laughs> I wonder if people will try and see if that works. What is OnlyPeds? <laughs> If I can see any of that stray pussy that he's on about. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about the game now, guys. <laughs> uh, brilliant. We're going to talk about news now. We're going to talk about news now. Because like I said, I was only going to be brief about it. Because the only other game I'm playing is Overcooked 2, which I talked about last week and the week before. And Fallout 76, which I talked about last week. Uh, I'm still playing through that with Cumber Danes. Jawa joined us last time. And we had good fun, the three of us. We're all at the same point in the main story. So we're thinking about all three of us carrying on on Wednesdays. And that's my update on Fallout 76. Uh, (laughs) But... When it comes to the news, I actually, like a plonker, completely forgot about the podcast until today. Um, <laughs> I thought forgot that we were recording it. Um, yeah. So 
I was like, because I, I just didn't realize it was Friday, you know? And yeah, I've been waking up, I've been mauling, thinking, oh, I can't wait for this podcast. What's <laughs> on the news? <laughs> so I, I forgot to look for news, but fortunately, very fortunately, Jeff has actually been looking up game news himself. Yeah, Would you like to tell us what that game news is? Yeah, you might want to sit down for this, folks. I am sitting down. <laughs> oh, fair. Well, stand up and then sit down again. No. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, the, the, the gaming news that I've got hot off the press is that uh, competitive gaming, so esports, is being included as a pilot event at the 2022 Commonwealth Games. Uh, with, with the hope that it'll be uh, become mainstream and be included uh, fully in the 2026 uh, Commonwealth Games. Um, so I, I think uh, you know that some of the commentaries that's been about is you know whether you can see uh, competitive gaming as a legitimate quote unquote sport. Uh, I guess if you want to bring legit, uh, legitimacy to it, I shouldn't say quote-unquote, uh, but whether it can bring it some sort of mainstream attention, uh, how, how much effort goes into it uh, as compared to, you know, traditional sports. And, yeah, uh, have you got any thoughts on uh, gaming being introduced as, like, in, into these types of events? Uh, well... Let's think about it. Uh, already, gaming has, is like the biggest industry in the world, I believe. Don't quote me on that. It's like the biggest industry in the world. So it's not like we, we as gamers then need this kind of uh, thing to legitimize gaming, I guess. But at the same time... Uh, it's it's really cool that it's happening because at the end of the day, uh, the more people that are interested in it, the better. Uh, you know, because gaming is actually a really good way to relax, good way to chill out. It's good fun to just play a game. Like, you could play it with your friends. A lot of people are not going to go out and do bloody sprinting with their friends. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's sprint 100 meters and see who wins. No, I'm fat and lazy. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I had to sprint a hundred meters and I was nabbing my friend's ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, gaming is mainstream now. It's not like it needs the Commonwealth to, um, like, put it into the mainstream. It's already there now. Uh, but I think what it will do is maybe bring in, like, a new crowd uh, for that particular aspect of of gaming the esports side of it uh, do, do you think it'd allow for say parents who maybe aren't into gaming so much to to sort of think perhaps their son or daughter or, or child could, could pursue this as a as a career uh, make yeah. money off it they could actually, mean? especially if they seen it like the Commonwealth Games, because they'd be like, "All oh, right, okay, let's have a look at this gaming shit," and then they're sitting down watching it all, and they're like, "Actually, no, you know, maybe there is something, 
the child could get out of this. And and at the end of the day, there are that show that gaming is helpful in, in many ways. Like last week, we talked about well-being and that it doesn't really tolerate, but the other things have shown that it does improve. So at the end of the day, the Commonwealth Games, uh, having gaming as a part of it, is just going to, I guess, for people who are dead set against it, gaming, uh, then maybe it will allow them to kind of get their heads around it, uh, get people to realise that no, it's for everyone. You don't. It's not just for nerds, like a lot of people yeah. still seem to do. Like it's it's really strange because I I've seen so many people say like, yeah, this person said to me, I don't know how you can play games. It's like you just they sitting out like down doing nothing, just playing games, and then it's like, but like you find out what they do and it's like yeah i just sit down and watch tv it's like well <laughs> how is that any better well it's interesting because uh what one of the people who's sort of interviewed by the bbc in this article hagen singh uh, and and he's sort of like as you were saying uh his parents were initially quite against it uh because uh you know he's saying it's take away from from focus from like studies and stuff but you know if you're sending your child swimming running football competitively they've, they've equally got to uh, set aside so much time to do that training and uh it, 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 there's a comparison made between you know gaming and snooker how, how much movement really do doing snooker as compared to sprinting and i know it'd be slightly more than in gaming, but um, darts. Yeah, <laughs> d- darts uh, is, is darts at the Commonwealth Games? Nah, I don't think um, so. But I'm on about just jet sports yeah, in general. It's considered a sport, and darts. So yeah, and not not to disparage uh, darts or, or oh no, or no. I just when it comes to ac- activeness, they're not exactly the most active of of uh, sports are they compared to running, swimming, cycling? No, but um. They still are considered fine. I don't know if it's well, more social aspect or what. I don't know. Yes, to an extent as well. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I know there's been some moves to bring that in as a a, a sport in the past. And uh, yeah, yeah, gaming for example, it, it does require, uh, especially at a competitive level, a certain degree of of knowledge of the mechanics of the games, of. Uh, awareness of even outside of it you've got the pr side of things and maintaining a brand and image which perhaps could be put aside to a a separate team but Mm -hmm. uh yeah i feel like once you get to that level uh it becomes you know not not just about gaming it also brings in other aspects that perhaps you, you might not take into account um, I, I, I guess what, what this leads me in to, to say is, uh, do you do any competitive gaming yourself, or do you watch any competitive gaming? Uh, I do not do any competitive gaming. I barely play online. Um, mm. When I do, it's with like a group of friends, uh, like yourself, or or uh, Matt, or Cumberdeans, or Rebellion, or you know Jazzum, mm. uh, like that kind of thing i'm not really one for 
competitive gaming, but I do occasionally watch Rocket League because um, that is awesome. Like it's yeah. the skill that is shown in that game, I always like. Why can't I be this good? <laughs> and and no, Rocket League especially is uh, just so flashy and uh, just so cool to watch him do all the tricks and aerials and stuff that I can't even dream about doing. Uh, just like driving around in little jumps. Stealing uh, people's goals. <laughs> not, not the case. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what about you? Do you watch any uh, esports? Are you into any? Um, not Not Esports, uh, like as I say, I do watch the occasional Rocket League tournament or high level player. Uh, but uh, I, I guess uh, occasionally I've watched quite a few speedruns, uh, normally stuff like Sonic or, or Ratchet or Spyro, which uh, again, whilst not being, I guess, uh, competitive uh, esports, it is sort of quite, uh, quite a lot of skill. On a different, yeah. uh, you know, with, with sort of a different aspect to it, which, again, if you get somebody who's really confident, knows a game, can, can talk about all the tricks used, how they pull it off, uh, those can be pretty fun to watch. Uh, like there's one called Zem92 XCM, he does ratchet speedruns, but He's also like a professional singer, so oh, he's right. he's really cool to watch, uh, just because he explains everything well. Yeah, tips and tricks, and it just looks flashy as well. So, yeah, I, I cool. guess that's the extent I watch. But uh, you also said you also said to me you had another news article. I did. Well, this one's not game related. Oh, okay but... then. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, about uh, a mayor of a, a town called Cockington. <laughs> I think I know what you're on about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have, have you read this? And, and I've got... seen it on the news. It <laughs> right, got bad from a pub. And the, the news article I saw, just saw it on Twitter, and it's saying... Mayor Bad from the pub refuses to resign. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I click on it anyway. I was expecting to see this defiant mayor. Turns out it's a Shetland pony. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, surely that should be the forefront of the news art. Like, why, why didn't I see Pony elected as mayor about two years ago or whenever it became mayor of Cockington? When it enjoys a pint of Guinness, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was, uh... It's mad, isn't it? The mayor's <laughs> a pony. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know what he, he or she, a pony, would do any better than a human, perhaps they would. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's my new story. Yeah, it's actually uh, pretty funny though because at the end of the day, like when I saw it, uh, I can't remember where I saw it on. Uh, it's, it's I saw the same thing, you know, Mayor Ban, a bard from pu a local pub, they can't have the regular pint of Guinness, and then I was like, okay, it's a Shetland pony, and you don't realise that at first, like, 
Like, I'm sure there was a picture of the Shetland pony, but with a few people. So I just assumed it was one of the people there, not the goddamn Shetland pony. <laughs> I was actually uh, scrolling through one of the news pages on it. Uh, it had, like, the Shetland pony posing in, in the beer garden in the full mayor outfit. <laughs> like all the red little robes and stuff. That's brilliant. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if I was the editor, I would have sort of just titled it, you know, Why the Long Face? Yeah. And you did. Yeah, that's, that's a brilliant news article to, to have uh, brought to us. Yeah, I think um, it adds a bit of levity. Yeah, it does. Does you know to... what? It sounds like it's, it does sound a bit like uh, we were talking about Yakuza Zero earlier. It sort of had like a serious thing about esports getting into the Commonwealth. And it just had the batshit thing of, of, of a pony being out on a pole. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have. Uh, was it Kiryu? Is that his name? Kiryu? Yeah. They're going to have Kiryu uh, go to the pub now and. Uh, Punch the landlord in the face until he allows the Shetland pony back in. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. In in Yakuza Eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah. They they should do that. Uh, no, no, they shouldn't. They should hire us to do it. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll be fine. I'll just sit on someone. <laughs> I think we're going into Dream Daddy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we may as well move on to replay together, which is the section where we talk about a game that we picked to play together. That game is Blossom Tales, The Sleeping Woo-hoo. King. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Duck Tales. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's a game I've actually been curious of for a while, uh, Blossom Tales. So when you said, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, Blossom Tales, uh, I don't mind playing that. I was like, cool, I'll Jump on it. Uh, how much have you played of it so far? Like, uh, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am actually. Uh, I've, I've not gotten very far into it. I've gotten just past the first dungeon, but uh, what I've played of it, I've, I've really sort of digging it so far. Uh, but very Zelda-like. Um, yes. I'm sure you'd agree. So yeah, well, it, really... to be honest, it starts off and it, it's, it's literally wearing its Zelda inspiration on its sleeve. Where it's being a story being told, and um, the the grandfather is telling the story. He says, "Have they ever told you about the little health bo- elf boy who went and saved uh, the world, uh, or something along these lines?" It was, "Have they ever told you about the little elf boy who went and saved Hi?" And they stopped on that. So clearly, it's showing straight away, like the little elf boy who saved Hy- Hyrule uh, is is basically, uh, you know. All that thing. It's like, no, we've, you've told us that one. Let, let's tell us a new story. <laughs> so, you know, instantly you're like, right. You can clearly see the inspiration straight away from just that, that bloody sentence. 
yeah uh and you know as soon as you go into the, the game world as well being able to pick up pots or chairs and stuff and bob them across the room uh, yeah when you get the sword and the shield uh and yeah it, it's not shy about its inspiration yeah there's uh, even a track in name one of the towns that actually sounds a lot like one of the tracks from Zelda, it, like it starts off similar to it and and changes, like and obviously it loops all the time. So like the f- the beginning like few bars of it sounds like maybe Zelda's lullaby. I think sounds similar to Zelda's lullaby, but then changes and then again when loops sounds like Zelda's lullaby and then changes. And that's just in one of the towns. Uh, it might be like it throughout with other tunes, but only that one I noticed. And it's not like exactly the same, but it's similar enough to to kind of link them for me anyway. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I I didn't really pay too much attention to the music, to be honest. Uh, Disgusting. But yeah, it's really good it. music in the game, yeah. actually. Yeah, I have enjoyed what I've heard of it. Um. Like I, I think, as I say, it just. It, 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 even the music uh, is reminiscent of something you might hear in Zelda. As you say, that there are some, uh, you, you've noticed some similarities between uh, the music in Boss and Tail and, and uh, Zelda's lullaby. But yeah, but it's, um, yeah I've enjoyed uh, listening to, to, to the music so far. Um... How far did you end up getting into it? What seems to be heading to the final location in the game, I actually didn't finish it, whereas, I, like, last week I didn't, last podcast I didn't finish the game, the first two I did. The last one and this one I haven't finished it because I was like, oh, I got plenty of time to crack over there, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no, it's Friday, damn it, let's play more Blossom Tales. So I did play uh-huh. more Blossom Tales. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I'm on my way to take out the main villain now. And uh, I am hoping to get that done, like, tomorrow, maybe. Um, okay. But I really enjoyed it. How far have you got in, did I say? <laughs> Literally just past the first dungeon. I beat the Rat King, so not very far at all. I did actually want to commit more time to it. Uh, but, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I, I played, uh, as I explored with a town, uh, and village yesterday when I got home and it's like oh, I best actually get at least one dungeon done so we can talk about some actual gameplay yeah um, yeah that's fair enough well um, in the game it's kind of similar to Zelda in that you go through dungeons you pick up a weapon usually or some kind of item that will help you through the rest of the dungeon and is beneficial to have against the boss uh, because usually you need to use that item against the boss uh, so it's got that similar mechanic. It doesn't seem to have boss keys though, so you don't need to open a chest. You basically fight a mini boss. Then uh, I'm not sure about the very first dungeon, but usually in the day you fight the mini bosses, and that's where you get your items. Uh, right. Like one of the items I got was a bow and arrow. So like uh, spoilers, <laughs> uh, you get a bow and arrow. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it's it's a fairly old, not fairly old, but it's a few years old now. So, like saying you get a bow and arrow in a game that's pretty much a Zelda game, 
or Zelda style game uh, is, is not really a shock. I don't play it anymore, knowing that there's a bow and arrow on it. <laughs> it's like, but... <laughs> it's like telling me Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's. I thought you would say it, weren't you? But no, it's it's like you literally, instead of having the boss key in Zelda, that's where you'd have, you'd have your boss key, you'd get the, find the chest around there. And, and in later games, there was more mini-bosses. But this is literally mini-boss in each dungeon, kill the mini-boss, get the item, progress through the dungeon. I also found the dungeons to be, uh, like, if I was to compare this to the 2D Zeldas, bosses, the dungeons to be much bigger. Okay. They take a lot more time to traverse than in uh, Zelda. Um, personally, I thought they were quite long. Yeah, but would you say that's to its benefit or to its detriment? No, I actually think it's to his benefit. Um, like the game is quite short in general from the scenes of it. Uh, so like it, it saves every screen. I I don't know if it'll when you load it back up, you'll start in the exact same place you were. So say you're like halfway through dungeon, don't know if you're starting to put you back to the beginning, but you've still done most of the stuff. You can just walk through and carry on. And uh, to be honest, it's, it's been really enjoyable. The dungeons have been interesting. They've had uh, some interesting puzzles in there. Uh, there's the push block puzzles. There's ones where you have to step on tiles. You have to like make a pat, uh, not like a pattern, but well, you do make a pattern, but you've got to make sure you stay in the confines of certain things. You can't uh, of uh, like the area. You've got to stay in the confines of this area as well as staying in the confines of the area you can't double back on yourself so you can't like go over the same tile twice because then you have to restart right. uh so you've got them uh you have other puzzles like uh memory puzzles like you get in some games where it's like in zelda ocarina of time for example you have to remember notes that you play with frogs for example in this it's like you hit a block uh you have to see the notes play on these blocks and you have to hit them that kind of thing. Uh, so say like you've got four blocks, like one will blink, three will blink, four will blink. You have to remember to hit one, three, four, and then they add an extra note and gets faster each time, up to about four times, I think. Um, generally speaking, uh, I found it looks really nice. Uh, like all the sprites are really uh, tidy. The uh, world looks nice. The dungeons are nice and kind of grubby-ish. Uh, although they do vary quite a bit because of um, what do you call it? Uh, they are set in different areas. Like, like most games like of this, they will have different biomes for you to go yeah. to, and this does that. So you've got uh, a few different places to go. I don't know what the last dungeon is like. So I'm literally on my way to it when I uh, jumped off it because I've been playing it for a few hours today, and um, yeah, I I've really been enjoying it. You know, um, I don't know what you thought of it uh, so far. What do you think of it visually, mechanically, yeah, um, you know? I mean, visually, it sort of just reminds me of, like, I guess what Zelda would be on the Game Boy Advance, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's uh, been... Because uh, as a really big fan of Link's Awakening, uh, and, and so far, even though I've only played a, a short uh, portion of it, uh, you know it, it's something that I'd, I'd definitely like to uh, to continue and, and finish off in my spare time. Uh, but perhaps even stream it at some point. 
Uh, it's funny enough I... you mentioned Link's Awakening because one of the things I was actually thinking about it is out of the Zelda games that I've played, which is all Bar Spirit tracks. Mm. Um, it reminds me most of Link's Awakening. Something about it just invokes Link's Awakening to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think for me, part of it is because I, I know Link's Awakening so broke the fourth wall at various points and then you've got this game that's sort of again a bit tongue-in-cheek you've got the, the interruptions because it's sort of like the, the grandpa's telling the story right so yeah. uh you know it's like do, do, does lily have the uh, lily being the main character does yeah. she have the courage and the kids are like yeah of course she does uh and you've had the, as you mentioned at the beginning, he's mentioned, I've told you the story of the elf who saved Hyrule, uh, but not quite going there. Uh, and, and yeah, it sort of reminds me of like the, the breaking of the fourth wall you might get in, in Link's Awakening. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, the interruptions, there are times, spoilers for people who, you know, Okay. There are times when you might get bone arrow. <laughs> there, yeah, no, there's times where you'll come upon like a certain part of the game and it'll be like, uh, right, this is what's invading the village and you'll have to make a choice of which kids pick. It's like, no, it's a ninja. No, it's a samurai. And you have to pick. I don't think any of those are in there. But um, it's that kind of thing. Mm. Um. That's pop. Yeah, no, that's pretty times. cool. That is cool because yeah. you can play through again and do both. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, do, do, do you think once you beat the game that you'd ever think of replaying it at all, or um, it'd be a once and done for you? I think, like most games, it'd probably be a once and done, especially if there is actually a sequel coming out uh, soon. Um, I'm just trying to remember what it's called. Uh, it's called Blossom, Blossom Tales. Tales 2. Blossom Tales 2, yeah. I think it's called Blossom <laughs> Tales 2. Uh, like, this one is called The Sleeping King, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Blossom Tales 2 is called The Minotaur Prince. Mm -hmm. Or The Minotaur Prince, depending on how you pronounce things. Oh, The Minotaur Prince. Or the might, or the or the minotaur corn beef can. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> I would actually really like to play the sequel after playing this one, unless it like really shits the bed at the end. Then um, mm. I, I would really like to play the follow up game. Um, but. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, negatives to the game because I've been enjoying it and, like, I haven't really thought of it, uh, many. Like... <sighs> I mean, I think, but from what I've seen, you know what you're going to get. If you like Zelda, or if you like sort of classic uh, 2D Zelda, I, I think you'd just enjoy this, to be honest. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It, it just seems competently made. Like, so far, the, the controls and stuff have been responsive. The designs have been really cool. Music's been good. So, uh, you know, unless you want it to be like a perfect, perfect game, I don't, I don't think there's too much that, that you can complain about. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with that. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, as, like I said, I was trying to think of aspects that I think are negative about it. And, like, I wouldn't say the game is perfect because there never is a perfect game. Mm. Uh, there never will be a perfect game, in my opinion. Uh, I could, of course, be wrong. Sky Pop. <laughs> Sky Pop is the perfect game, actually. Yeah. Um, apart from Sky Pop, there is no other perfect game. And... Uh, uh, Pop. <laughs> like that's the problem it's like trying to think of something to say like oh yeah this aspect is bad this aspect's bad like i've enjoyed the little interruptions and like it being told like a story because it's a little different to the norm like yeah you have uh, had games do it before more than likely i'm guessing i can't remember my brain is shite but at the end of the day as in my memory is shite not my brain my memory yeah. itself um but you know it's just really enjoyable of the upgrades you get are good uh if a little i guess generic then uh maybe because a lot of other adventure games of this style tend to have the same kind of upgrade up, um item items you get um but yeah it's just uh an enjoyable fun little adventure yeah i, I mean i guess it the, the only thing that you might critique it for is, you know, maybe if, if you are a massive fan of Zelda and, and you know, you might not want to make the comparisons between the two games. But honestly, I think it, it, it I think most people would would enjoy it, as it says, and as you've said, it just seems like a fun little game. Yeah. I guess it doesn't do a lot to differentiate it. Like, it doesn't do anything that's very unique mm. for the game itself. But at the end of the day, I, I think, like, the way the story's told and making the choices, I think that gives it its own little USP paid to yeah, Zelda, you know? Yeah, I think the way the story's told is a bit more distinct. I, I mean, uh, to be honest, I, I, I think if you made it too different from from Zelda, then perhaps unless it did something uh, like a really cool gimmick, uh, perhaps it just wouldn't be as as well received uh, as it might have been otherwise. Um, I mean, you can't say for certain, but yeah, it just seems to be a very competent uh, Zelda-inspired game. Yeah. Completely agree with you there. And I've been enjoying it, and I will indeed be finishing it. Yeah, Whereas we're, we're the game that been. me and Prinny played last week, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to go back to it. Um, Shadow Corridor? Shadow Corridor, yeah. It's just it's just too bloody confusing, that game. Just get, I just got lost most of the time. I was lost for, for the entirety of... I, I played it for, I don't know, a long hour or two. And... Uh, I did the first chapter okay, and in the second chapter, I just didn't have a single clue what I was doing. I was just walking around the same corridors over and over again. And when I did find keys to open doors, they led to a room which had pretty much nothing in there, or like a like a some pebbles or a note which didn't help me progress. There was no extra keys. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, so it's it's not my cup of tea. There. Uh, did, did you go back to Shadow Corridor since you, you did your podcast? 
Uh, no, uh, because uh, the times I have played ga uh, games this week, apart from when I played Blossom Tales, uh, I've mm. streamed. Like uh, Monday, nice. I streamed uh, Mega Man X8 to finish it. Tuesday, I streamed. Not heard of that game. <laughs> no, me. Uh, until I played it. I was the first person to ever play it on uh, Monday. Yeah. Uh, and then I played Stray on Tuesday. Mm. And then on Wednesday, I played. Fallout 76. Yesterday I played uh, I think it was some Blossom Tales and today I played more Blossom Tales. So other than that I haven't really played anything. Unfortunately. Right. I mean that's fair enough. I, I, I think it seems like a, I guess a pretty cool concept but uh, yeah, it just seems a bit confusing from what I've heard. Like, I think yeah. you've only got a map if you play it on an easy difficulty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what uh, Prinny said. Yeah, that if you play it on an easy difficult on the easy difficulty, because I think there's two difficulties, easy and normal. Maybe I'm not sure if there's a harder one, but uh, you get a map, and I think I don't know if it's like a full map or if it's just like a little mini map. I I didn't I didn't think to ask actually, but uh, or I think she might have said you have to bring it up, so you have to stop in the middle and bring it up. Right. Not sure. But I, I just got lost. Um this game is definitely more my cup of tea than than uh, Shadow Corridor. You gonna play Shadow Corridor? <laughs> Probably not, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I mean it, it seemed to have quite a cool horror slant to it. And it, it from seeing the footage or or, or uh, that you were demonstrating, some of the areas look pretty cool but mm. just didn't really Captivate yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I, I, like I like the setting and stuff. It's just I couldn't wrap my head around being lost in a maze. Just it wasn't enjoyable. Like if I was having to run from stuff, like you do in there, but it was a bit more linear. I think I'd have been happier. Right. Yeah, I, I think from the sounds of it, if maybe the puzzles has been a bit more intuitive because. You're talking about ravens and stuff, <laughs> uh, and, and one dropping a key if you lobbed a match at it or whatever. <laughs> like what? Yeah, firecrackers. Uh, firecrackers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably, probably not one I'd go for. I'm afraid. That's fair enough. I've got enough corridors at work. <laughs> don't need to, <laughs> to come home and be like, oh, what should I do? Well, let's stroll down another corridor. Yeah, but to be fair, do you get chased by evil monster things in your corridors at work? Yeah. Ah, oh, okay then. Well, there you go. You, you play Shadow Corridor you in your life. To your desk. Firecrackers at the coast. So. You're not interested in Shadow Corridor, fair enough. One thing I'm going to say is, which you're obviously going to know, uh, uh, you may have already answered, but are you going to continue playing Blossom Tales? Uh, yeah, I probably will, uh, to be honest. Um, I think I'd like to... I mean, as I say, I'm a, a really big fan of Blink's Awakening, uh, so I think it'd be like uh, my alley, what I've experienced so far. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna continue from where you left off, or are you gonna start again and stream it on Sundays? Um, I, I might uh stream it. Uh, I, I 
it probably won't be in the too near future, so I'll probably play it off stream if if I can. So again, it'd just be finding the times. Otherwise, if I do get around to like maybe finishing Axiom Verge, might just start uh, Blossom Tales from the beginning. That's fair enough. Axiom Verge is a very good game, by the way. Didn't talk about yeah. that, did we? But I'll, I'll add that now that Axiom Verge is a very good <laughs> Metroidvania. I've gotten a bit lost in it, to be honest. But Yeah, oh well, nothing wrong with that. But uh, I think that is going to be the end. We've been going for about an hour, and uh, this podcast tends to last an hour. But uh, before we go, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, it's twitch.tv forward slash pets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm all good, thanks. So yeah, just have a great day and thanks for having me. What what, what about your Twitch channel, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh sure they can pop on a, a link that'll appear on either the description or on, on the screen. <laughs> if you care to, of course. Okay, I'll do Otherwise, that. Otherwise you can find me about in Pedza's channel. Uh, so Jeff, you, you... Like, oh, you come out of Icon, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll be there. Um... <laughs> Fair enough, dude. Um, yeah, that's going to be it from me and Jeff. I would like to say thank you for taking part. It's been a pleasure having you. I would love to have you Massively on again. <laughs> that's good. I hope it is massively appreciated. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh that's gonna be it from us and we will be back with the next episode in a fortnight and uh i'm not sure is who's up next uh because i'm not sure if i've set it in stone uh but i would like to say thank you again jeff yeah and and if you need somebody for next week i can come on and just do it what funny boys and be like, oh, draft. <laughs> my name's Beth Yard. Don't give your voice yeah. away. I'm not going to be able to do it now. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I, I've got other voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, cheers for having me. Uh, ah, no yeah, problem. Oh, a pleasure, dude. A pleasure. Bye bye, everyone. Say bye bye, Jeff. Bye. Uh...